Hey, this is Richard, and this is the third episode of Fuck Is Our Mantra. Hey guys, it's Steve, sitting here as well. We are in our living room. Um, the baby is uh, asleep um, once again, so I think we've had a couple conversations now where it's she's been in bed, so we're, we're doing good. Um, <laughs> we uh, we know that we, we, we have a lot of people reach out on Instagram and chat with us, um, a lot of couples... Um, and so a lot of you don't know who we are and what this crazy world we, we came to love and learn about each other in. And so we kind of wanted to talk about this ridiculous thing. We have a, called a relationship and everything that it's led to. Uh, there's a lot of funny stories and we obviously can't work them all into this, but we thought we'd share some highlights today. And um, we also would be really curious to hear about your stories. Um, so whether that be um, in the comments or a message on, on, on social media, um, whatever, reach out. We would love to hear those crazy antics and stories that you guys have uh, for your relationships. So so um, before we dive in, I just want to say we, we thought long and hard about what to even title this whole podcast um, and landing on Fuck Is Our Mantra uh, as we thought about talking about this particular story um, that really lives up to the, the title of our podcast really lives up to our this story that we're about to tell you because it's a series of what the fuck let's just do it or fuck it i'm doing it and it just all that's kind of who we are and so i, I love our title of our podcast the more that we do this because it really speaks to i think how we try and live our lives sometimes better than others but yeah anyway how we met and who we are so um for uh, i think i'm probably just the more um natural person to start this just because um, we actually met in San Diego, California, um, sunny San Diego, a beautiful, beautiful place. If you haven't been, I highly, highly recommend um, going and checking it out. Um, I had been, uh, this is Steve, by the way, I have been living there for about five years at the time that I met Richard. Um, he was um, actually in San Diego running the rock and roll marathon. Um, really awesome uh, marathon that has bands um, periodically throughout the marathon to kind of keep you motivated. And he was there to run that with his friend, uh, his best friend from high school. And um, I think the first question you always get, which is always like kind of makes us shudder a little bit, is how did you guys meet? Go ahead, Richard. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't like telling this. So I will tell it until I get uncomfortable and then I'll stop talking because I don't know who listens to this. is going to be weird. Um, so I really don't want to tell this story. Okay, I'll tell it. Shit. I'll tell it. I will embarrass oh my God. the fuck out of him. I'm leaving care. now. This was fun. Um, so for those of you um, who may not necessarily be in the LGBT world, um, there is an app called Grinder. But in today's world, every persuasion has one because you can go with Tinder or whatever. Correct. Anyway, so continue. it's, it's um, at the time, yeah. uh, it was essentially a hookup app. Basically, if you wanted to have a one night stand with someone and you want to have a good time, um, that's the app you went on. Um, I don't now, see wrong full with disclosure, that. Uh, I. Steve was not on that app. I was of the. You, you were on the app. I'm sorry. I'm not. I, I'm getting there. <laughs> Calm the fuck down. Um, I was not on the app to uh, for that purpose. I was in the, the very much the mentality of um, you get out of it what you put into it, and so I wanted. To, I was taking it as like 
a way to uh, meet friends and and find and influence um, people. Yeah, we, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Who knew this would have all led to this? Um, and so Richard um, was. It was post race. Yes, he already finished his race the day before. Well, no, it was the day. It was that afternoon. Okay. I couldn't move. I was just hanging out in the hotel room. Okay, he was a little um, frisky. Uh, I think that's probably the best, uh, yeah. the most Thank polite you. way to put that. And um, tried to get into my pants, and uh, I always jokingly say, "This girl, this girl does not do that." Um, I was definitely never into the hookups uh, my whole life, and so um, he tried and he failed. And uh, did he, I? You failed. Did I? You failed. You you <laughs> you did not achieve your purpose. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so. Uh, I just continue to talk to him. Uh, like I said, I, I believe you you get out of it what you put into it, and so I just started to uh, talk to him and learn where he was from. And it turns out uh, via text we had a lot in common. Uh, we uh, he was born in Colorado. I was raised in Colorado. Um, we both liked the Denver Broncos. Um, just little things that we you know were kind of country music. Yeah, we both wanted kids. Family, um, yeah, like there was a lot of a lot of synergy yeah and so i i asked him out on an official date date and he had no time uh he was flying out i believe the next day in the afternoon early evening yeah and so the only um time he had available was super early in the morning while his family was still asleep so we decided to say fuck it we're just gonna go meet at 7 a.m on like a it's tuesday. Tuesday. It's tuesday yeah um, at Starbucks, and we did, and I got dressed up, and he came in. His so Steve is not a morning person, so like he he kind of went above and beyond because he wanted to make this date happen. <laughs> I was I was just chilling, like I, I'll throw on a shirt and head over there, and yep, yeah. Um, and for those of you who are wondering, um, I knew I loved him as soon as this, the moment I hugged him, and that sounds so cliche and so Hallmark Channel. I get it. Um, but it's true. I, I definitely, I knew that this was the person I was meant to spend the rest of my life with and had a really good first date and talked a lot about, um, our passions in life and, um, and I walked him back to his hotel. Time out. Got to add a little anecdote okay. because it's important. So you knew you loved me when you first hugged me. I was not there to fall in love. I wasn't there to get anything at that point, but I needed to clarify. Wow, that was really poor. <laughs> Put together a sentence. <laughs> Shit. Um, I had come out of a, of, a, of a relationship that fall, I think, that had been four and a half years long. Um, and it had been long distance for the majority of that time. And so I'd been adamant with you even before going to the coffee. I was like, here's my situation. I'm not on the market to, to jump into a long distance relationship. That just wasn't that wasn't going to happen because it just, I knew it wasn't going to be good for me. Um, Little did he know who he whatever, was dealing with. Whatever. Um, so yeah, we, we, it was a great date. We were having different, I think probably feelings during the day. Like I, I obviously clearly liked you and enjoyed your company and our conversation, but I was just expecting we were going to say goodbye and it was going to be sad, but we had texts and who knows where life would go, but it, that was going to be it for me. Like I said, he didn't know who he was dealing with. Sorry, I'll let you continue. Just wanted to make sure people um, understood. Yes. So that. very different wavelengths. Um, but I already had a pretty solid 
uh, assurance of who he was in my life. So I knew what was going to happen here. Um, and so I walked him back to his hotel, had a goodbye kiss, and that was that. was that? Was that? Uh, when I went back home. Uh, that wasn't enough for me. <laughs> um, I, I think we were, we were, we were chatting text at yeah. that point. Yeah. And so I was like, I have to see you again. How can I see you again before you leave? Keep in mind, this was like, he left on a plane 12 hours from the time that I yeah. left him. Even maybe less than that. Yeah, um, I don't remember. And so he was like, well, I only have, the only time I can do is. You gotta come to the airport. You have to come to the airport and meet me there. Yep. That was it. And so I didn't have a car at the time, and I, I took public transportation and walked about a mile and a half to get there um, to sit in the airport in McDonald's, McDonald's. Um, and just spend time with him. Little did I know, he, uh, in during that time, filled out a postcard, um, which was essentially uh, try, uh, the, the intent was to be inspirational. Um, and encouraged me to achieve and chase my dreams, um, but essentially was a fuck you, we're done. Um, that is not at all what it was. <laughs> Shit, the first part is correct. It was not a fuck you, we're done, because we can't be done if we weren't anything. It, it was meant to be, I, I really liked you, but this is where that part ends. Like, that's <laughs> what it was supposed to be. Exactly what I said. Yeah, whatever, whatever. <laughs> So he got on a plane, um, I cried my eyes out, and went back home. And we just continued to talk for, I think, probably another week. I asked him out, officially, like, you know, that corny, um, will you, will be, you my be my boyfriend? boyfriend? Um, he's yawning. Can you hear that? Can Sorry, you hear I apologize. That? Rude. I might edit that um, out. The, so I asked him to be my boyfriend, and he said no. Uh, no surprise there, seeing as where his mind was. And um, I said, well, we're going to continue talking, but I'm never going to ask you again. If you want me to be in your life in that way, you're going to have to ask. June 23rd. So that was June. Uh, I met him on June 5th. June 23rd, he uh, called and asked to be my boyfriend officially. So not even two weeks later. Right. So in that time, part of the conversations we were having, though, was how can we make this work? And by that point, I had felt confident enough that we would find a way to be in the same place much quicker, much so sooner rather than later, um, which allowed me to ask that question. Yeah. So that was June 23rd. I'm, uh, he was living in New York City at the time. I'm not sure if we clarified that. We did that. not clarify that. That's he was living, living in New York City. Um, New York City was uh, and still is where my heart lives. Um, I miss it every day. And so I was looking for a reason to go back. And luckily, my work actually allowed me to transfer out there at the time. And so I actually moved out there on August 15th. So not, uh, not even two months later, I was actually, and I moved in with him and his ex-boyfriend. Can we say? Life happens. Holy fuck. <laughs> Life happens. <laughs> I think we need to save that conversation for an entirely different podcast. Episode. Yeah, we, we can't go there. Um, let's just say we don't recommend it for people. Well, and let's just say tune in, because there's some really funny stories that come out of that situation. I don't look good in these stories. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. You look good with me. Just whatever. Yeah. Moving on. Um, and so, yeah, we, we actually ended up getting a place of our own uh, together uh, super fast. Also, not something I recommend, but it just happened to work out for us. Um, and, uh, yeah, 
I, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you kind of lead into the the whole engagement story, uh, just because I didn't. Uh, I'll I'll tell you my perspective when he's done because I think he was like kicking himself at the end. Um, but uh, take it away. Hey everybody, Steve here. Um, we are so excited to launch uh, Brook and Co. I know we've talked about that in the past, but um. You know, these are t-shirts that we are really, really passionate about. Um, they, they are super comfortable. They wash well. They wear well. They can take you from running around town with the kids to dinner with your friends when we can go back and do that again. Um, and so uh, just to make sure you guys are able to try them, I wanted to give you guys a discount code. So head to brookandco.com and enter the code MANTRA, and you'll get 10% off your order. Um, like I said, it is MANTRA, M-A-N-T-R-A, and you'll get 10% off of your entire order. And you know what? If you try them, please reach out. Let us know what you think, how comfortable you are, what you love about it, and uh, enjoy. Thanks, guys. So our engagement was a really interesting process because um, we went ring shopping to understand what each of us wanted, um, and I had just always assumed, and I probably shouldn't have, that you wanted me to propose. Um, I wanted to propose, so it was fine. Um, I knew what ring I wanted to get for you, went and got it, um, and then could not figure out how to propose. And I'm sure anyone who's ever done it goes through the same, what the fuck, how am I going to do this? It needs to be special, but I don't want it, be, it to be over the top and gaudy, but I don't want it to be forgetful. Um, and I'm stressing myself out and what do I do and what do I do? Um, and I'd gone through like a multitude of different ways to, 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 to do it. Um, we were actually staying in New York City for the Christmas. I think we were going to one of our parents a couple of days later or something. I don't really remember what the schedule was, but for whatever reason, we were in New York on Christmas. Um, we were going to go ice skating at Rockefeller uh, Center Ice that Christmas morning. And for whatever reason... The night from Christmas Eve to Christmas morning, I couldn't sleep. Um, just tossed and turned, like was just awake all the time. It wasn't engagement related. No, I had nothing to be excited. Like I, I, it was just for me, like a normal night. Like I didn't know what I was getting for Christmas, but I'm was at that point thirty years old or twenty nine. Like don't get that excited to open presents in the morning. I still love it, but it's like I'm not getting up in the middle of the night to check what Santa brought me. So. It's, <laughs> um, but then at like three in the morning, just as I'm tossing and turning, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, we're going to be on Rockefeller Ice? Like, just do it. So I made the plan at 3.30 in the morning while I'm sleeping that I'm going to propose on the ice Christmas morning. So a little fact about me. Um, when I get ready in the morning, I usually spend the, the majority of my time in the bathroom. I rarely come and go from the bathroom. I was probably, you're like, what the hell? Why is he telling me this? Um, there's a part of Richard's story that's coming that you probably need to know that. Um, yeah. So he he typically would like get his stuff from the dresser or whatever, go to the bathroom, shut the door, and that would be that. Um, so in my head, I'm planning on that being the case this particular morning. We opened up presents um, and then got started to get ready to go ice skating. Instead of getting his stuff and going to the bathroom and shutting the door... He leaves the door open and keeps coming and going. Well, I needed to get the ring from the the, the ring box into my pocket um, swiftly, but not drop it, not have it like miss my pocket, um, and not have him see me with the ring in my hand. 
um, which was not an easy. I was just worried that he's gonna walk around the fucking corner, see the ring, and that we, I'd propose in our bedroom. Like, <laughs> how awesome is that? Um, luckily, I was able to do it. Um, got it in my coat. We went um, to the to the ice arena. Another piece of advice that we're gonna give you: if you ever, ever, ever want to ice skate at Rockefeller Center, do it when they open on Christmas morning. No one's you, there. You will be one of twenty people. If that, yeah. for about an hour. If that. Um, which made it perfect. Like, I never wanted to do it with 100 people on the ice, because yeah. that's just zero fun. But I, we were able to skate. Like, actually, like, move around and... Yeah, so he had a bum skate. Also, very important very important yeah. part of this story. The lace kept, kept coming off. Uh, he, it just, he couldn't keep it tied. Yeah. And um, just coming to having to stop and bend down and you know, retie it. And then he'd skate for, you know, two minutes and have to yeah. do it again. Um, so... Um, so I'm not, I'm a sentimental person on occasion. I, and this was something that Steve wanted to do, not me. Um, I never dreamt it. it was cool to do, like cool to see, but I never really wanted to do it. I have to say, having done it, one of the cooler things I ever did in New York City, um, it was just, it was cool to skate around and look up and see the building and see the Christmas lights. And there was just, it was almost like we were in a Christmas movie. It yeah. was, it was that kind of cool, minus the entire engagement thing. It was just a cool thing to do. Yeah. Um, so we, we'd been there for about 45 minutes. It was pretty cold. Um, I knew you were cold. <laughs> I was ready to go home. Um, and he was ready to go home. So he was like, okay, it's time to go. And I was like, why don't we just take one last skater on the ice? And I wanted to do it for two reasons. One, I really wanted him to stop and take it in because we may never do it again in our life. Like, you just don't know what life is going to bring. Yeah. And two, I needed to get him to center eyes. <laughs> yes. Do you want to take over at this point? Sure. Okay. Uh, so he, <laughs> uh, first of all, um, I hope everyone has a spouse in there that can know you well enough to the point that they recognize that you need to stop and stand in the center of the ice. Um, I don't know. He, I, I take that for granted with Richard a lot, but the fact that he knows that I I'm the type of person who will just rush off and then maybe regret later that I don't take those moments in, um, makes it so that I do appreciate moments more. Um, so um, we, we honestly just stood there for a few minutes and just looked at the tree. I mean, this tree is huge and you're sitting at the base, actually technically under, below it. Below the base, yeah. And looking up at this beautiful thing. Let's and post a picture on our Instagram. On the date that this drops, yeah, 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 yeah we'll we'll post a picture. Um, so so take a look. Yeah. Um, and so he kneels down, essentially to propose. But keep in mind, I'm thinking he has a he, well, he does have a bump to escape this whole time. So I'm like, I look, I was like, what the hell are you doing? And he was like, oh, I forgot to give you a Christmas present. Yep. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm thinking to myself. What the fuck? Did you not keep? You have a pair of fucking socks in your coat? Like, what? However, you do love socks. Like, you love. I, I do love socks, but weird place to give me a Christmas <laughs> present. Weird fucking place. Again, you can tell by my thoughts and my reactions, I was so not expecting uh, a proposal of any sort. And I, I would say I'm a pretty hopeless romantic and have been my whole life. So I actually never thought that something that romantic would actually truly ever happen to me. Um, and so, and it was a bucket list item for me. Yeah, it was. Right? So it's like this huge moment that was coming down to this, you fucking bought me socks. Right? That's what's in my head. And he pops out a ring and 
um, asked me to marry him. Of course, I said yes, and I always said I would never cry. I bawled, bawled like a little girl. Uh, <laughs> And it was amazing. And I think we probably stood there for at least five more minutes and just, you know, hugged and kissed each other and, and enjoyed that moment. Um, and then we got off the ice and some people wanted to take our picture for us. And they were so excited and clapping. I mean, it was this very surreal, yeah. like, hi, I'm in some Hallmark it was Christmas a movie. movie. It, was a, it was a Christmas movie at that point. And, I mean, it was a Christmas movie almost even before yeah. just being in that place. Um, but to have someone just say fuck it in the middle of the night and make essentially what he wasn't knowing was this magical moment yeah, for our relationship. Um, it was absolute perfection. So yeah. um, props to my husband. I, I Y'all just go online and give him credit just for that, would you please? Um, little did he know that I that fucked myself. At the time, <laughs> <laughs> I was also planning a proposal um, this is probably the side of the story that not a lot of people know. Yeah. I have a friend who um, lives in the tri-state area of New York, and he was, uh, she was friends um, with the lead singer of one of Richard's favorite bands, Owl City. Uh, Owl City, if you're listening, I'm sorry, we almost connected. but Almost we had a good moment happen. for you. Uh, there was a show <laughs> they had coming up and, uh, in New York, and... Um, they they knew someone and they were like you know what I think what if we could get you on stage to propose at an Owl City concert and I was like oh fuck yeah like that would totally blow his mind like he would go out of his mind um, and so I probably would have cried I hadn't bought a ring yet oh I had not bought a ring obviously yet. you hadn't bought a ring I knew that um, and so. Um, that's kind of good, actually. Yeah, it would have been weird. <laughs> I'm like, well, I have this. Um, and so obviously that didn't pan out. But I tell him all of that afterward, and he's like, well, fuck. Yeah. Like, he was just, damn it. Really ruined the whole thing. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I don't think we would actually trade no, any, any of our entire experience and, and any of those choices. But it's just kind of funny that we were both in our hearts in the same place yeah. and planning these two crazy yeah. It really just, the whole thing, the meeting, the dating, the engagement story, to really just lives up to the fuck it mantra and how we try and live our lives every day. Some days are better than others. Yeah. Um, but it's really just grabbing the moments when you have them and taking it in. Yeah. And like I said, as you can see, he's really good at, at doing that. For me, I'm a planner. I like to have I mean, a so schedule. I. And I like to, um, but... You know, I think that whether you're in a relationship with with someone or you're you have passions that you want to just fight for, and whether that be travel or you know writing a book or whatever business, like whatever. Sometimes you just have to throw caution to the wind, say fuck this shit, and I'm gonna go for what I want. Yeah, and that's what's kind of happened when I met Richard. I said. I don't care what he says. Fuck it. I'm going after him. <laughs> he said, fuck it with the engagement. Um, and yeah, I think, I think that's the, a true testament to just the title. This, like he said, a title this, this podcast yeah. and, and who we are and what we do. Yeah. So that's our, how we met 
story, our origin story. Yes, um, I would also want to, I kind of want to take a second and I'm curious as to what our listeners want to hear from us on a weekly basis. Like, is it... Bi-weekly right now. Oh, excuse Don't me. Don't commit yourself. Oh boy. I just committed, committed some time. But yeah, please, please either send us a private message on Instagram or comment um, on our Rockefeller Center picture or send us a tweet. What things do you want to know, hear about? Like, we have plenty of stories we can talk about. We're going to do, like, a mixture of kind of topics, and sometimes we're just going to talk about something that happened during the week that we just need to tell you, like that our, our first episode, if you haven't listened to, Who Ate the Last Dorito, of Last of the Doritos, that was just because it happened, and we had to tell you about it. <laughs> um, so, like, it's going to be kind of a mixture, but please do comment um, or send us a message on what you want to hear about. And if you want to hear more of Richard, um, he actually has another podcast I want to plug as well. Um, if you guys are Seinfeld fans, um, he uh, has another uh, amazing, hilarious podcast that you guys should check out. And it is a called... podcast about nothing. We'll put the link in the show notes. Yeah. So check it out. Check it out. It's um, me. It's hosted by me and uh, my friend Claire. Um, if you're a Seinfeld fan, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. Just 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 auto subscribe really <laughs> this is what it is thanks so um thanks guys we will talk to you later and like like we said leave comments questions uh ideas in our the comments of, um, of our posts and we will see you next time Hey, thanks for listening to Fuck Is Our Mantra. It really, truly means the world to both of us. If you loved it, please give this a rating wherever you're listening and tell your friends about it. If you'd like to send us a message, email us at richardandstevepodcast at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter, send us any kind of messages at Fuck Is Our Mantra and you can also find us on Instagram at Richard and Steve. Thanks so much.